0: With at the other end, a drop pass to Claire. Oh my goodness! A glove saved by Hill. No way! No way! Panthers carried back in, an errant drop pass gathered ahead. Still on one. Stone with Stevenson. Stone stops, shoots, he scores! Devotion to destiny. Misfits to champions. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in 2023. Stanley Cup championship in Golden Knights history comes in their 6th season. The Silver State is home to the greatest silver trophy in all of sports. Welcome. To the Vegas golden knights insider show from the finley chevrolet fox sports las vegas studios and live at lbsportsnetwork.com your source for all your information on your stanley cup champion vegas golden knights with your hosts darren millard and ryan
1: wallace
0: establishing uh, a headcount for where you want to be during the parade do you want to be on the route but Going down the strip or do you want to be in Toshiba Plaza where the speeches are going to be made? I think if you do the route and you get at the start of the parade, you can get home in time to watch or listen to the festivities in Toshiba Plaza. You can knock off both because that, that route on the strip is going to be Unbelievable. Scenery with the neon and the celebration, just one of those moments. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Am I convincing you yet? How about that strategy?
1: No, I still want to be at the rally. You do, eh? Yeah,
2: yeah you haven't convinced me for this reason. 7 p.m. <laughs> still twilight.
1: Yeah, it's you're true. not
2: gonna get the full
1: neon effect like you will like for, eight. like, say, the
2: F1 race. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So to me, yeah, it's super cool. Like I'm not, I'm not discounting it in any way, but it's not Sounds like you are. No, I'm just saying that so like you, I, I do I'm pointing my idea. out would, I'm pointing out say, a fact.
1: I would also say that I am not 100% sold on the ability to be on the parade route and home in time for the rally. I'm also I not not convinced that, that I would
2: be able to get there early enough to get eh, a good seat fair. on the route because there's going to be so many people there. That
1: said, there are a lot of places where you could get to a TV from the parade route, if you wanted to do so. Get into you just, an establishment. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I would say your best bet is to... I, I don't remember which hotel it is that has the balconies. Is it—is it the Cosmo? Mm. But Get a room at the Cosmo with one of the balconies that, over, that overlook the strip.
1: I think a lot of people have already had that idea, Charlie. Well, Well, yeah. hey, you know what? That's a good idea, though. That's, yeah, that's great. great. You could
2: have a bunch of your friends, and you can hang up on the balcony. Maybe you could hang your, your flag.
1: Yeah. I would imagine Park MGM is going to do really
2: well.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got the Bellagio Fountains too, right? Going right by there. Yep,
2: yep. That's super cool.
1: Talk about that. You got that in the background. You got a parade in front of you. Phenomenal.
2: Like, people will probably be climbing the trees outside the Bellagio to get a good view.
1: There's
0: always people on pole. Like, be safe out there. Yeah. Like, I I know a lot of people are going to be lubricated. (laughs) Yeah. it's a good way to describe yeah. it. It's a great word. I, I uh, think
2: I will probably be lubricated as well. Like just,
0: just be safe on, on Saturday night. It's going to be intoxicating whether you drink or not, mm-hmm. and then you add some of that, and just be be safe with it. The Bellagio Fountains is going to be a center point of this. the The visual of that mm-hmm. is going to be magnificent as the buses go by. Over under, what's our over under on how many people end up in the fountains oh boy. during
2: the parade? Oh my gosh!
0: First oh of all, you don't man. now
2: you don't want to be because I've I've heard that that water the, the, is the, very very nasty.
1: It's gonna
0: happen. It is gonna happen. It happens. It happens on a random Tuesday. I'll be honest. Yes. I'm
1: surprised it didn't happen Tuesday night. It may have
2: got to get Imagine Dragons there. out there now. The, the, the redemption <laughs> we, for for we the dra- Imagine Dragons, we right? We would
1: have heard about it if <laughs> it would have happened. <laughs> yes. All right, how?
0: What's our over under of on how many people end up in the fountains during the course of the parade? And it'll probably be when the buses go
2: by. I'm going to go with a low number because I think I think Metro will will be out in full force to prevent. Idiots from jumping into there's, the fountains. There's
1: too much surface area there. There's yeah, too many people entry points it, to the water. But,
2: but I, I, I think it's going to be a low number. I'm going to go with, like, five. Do you think? So five and a half? Five and a half is good, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll take the over on that all day long. Yeah, you think All you think day more? long. Now, what, what should is, it
2: be? I, I think
1: I think you could probably hit, like, 50. No way. Yeah. That seems yeah. super, no, no, super no, no. high. No, I think if people, if, if you got one person doing it, if you got two people doing it, I think that it's going to be like a cascade. Not stadium, effect. swim. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm I, very clear. Like, I understand what it is. I think that if you have that setting, if you've got lubrication, I think there's going to be uh, a situation where you're just going to have um 1, 2, 3, 7, 10, 15, 20. I think that there's going to be. A cascade effect of hey, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. When else yes, am I going to be on the street with a drink in my hand yes. and a parade behind me? Oh, Absolutely, I think that that's going to be. I a think thing. I, that's a I real will possibility. This. I was six and a half. So, oh, that's where that's on. where I
0: was. Yeah, but you you you're convincing me. You're, yeah,
2: you're, so there's going to be followers. Is what you're saying? I, I'm not going fifty. That seems very very high.
1: All right, fine. Twenty five. Can
2: you could you see I a could cascade see of twenty five people? Yeah. No, but
0: if it does happen... Set the number. If it does happen that it's 20 or more, mm-hmm. it will be spectacular. Well, here- I'm not encouraging anybody <laughs> to do this. <laughs> I'm Let's telling be clear you, about be that. smart. Don't put yourself in any type of peril. And if there's lubrication and intoxication involved, that's going to be even... I don't know how deep the Bellagio fountains are. Hey, I don't know. Uh, but but please you know how to swim. Please yeah. be well, safe and don't be doing this. But <laughs> if if you get twenty or more people in there, that will be a visual for all time.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the the thing is, I think if you get like twenty or thirty people to do it like all at once, I think there's gonna end up being a lot more. Way like more there than will that. be yep. like a flash like, no, like,
0: it, just, it has to happen organically.
2: Well, that's it. But, like, I think there will be people who say, you know what? The hell with it. I'm just huh? – I'm jumping into huh? It's 100 degrees I'm jumping into. I've always wanted to do it. No. Like, be forewarned, though, because the baseball team I follow in Japan, they won their one and only championship in 1985. They threw a statue of Colonel Sanders into the river, and now the team is cursed. Cursed. Well, the does curse of doesn't do of matter. you got a championship. Who cares? Phones. Because, because if, if people go overboard with this, there may be a curse that mm-hmm. follows. Okay,
1: number one, No. That's, yes, that's not a thing that exists. The curse of the colonel. It doesn't Look it, it up. It tigers,
0: the yeah. curse that's of the colonel. That's not a real thing. No. <laughs> it <laughs> no, is a real thing. And why Why Colonel
1: Sanders? People because throwing themselves into the, the water so does the story not is, create a curse. What there was, there was a
2: player named Randy Bass, American player, played for Hanshin.
1: Make this quick because I'm curious. He looked like but
2: I not Colonel Sanders. Well, there okay. was a KFC right outside the river in the middle of Osaka. He looked
0: like Colonel Sanders? He looked like Colonel
2: Sanders. And he still played? No. At the time, yes. It was in the 80s. And he played. He looked like okay. Colonel Sanders. Okay. So they, they threw the statue from outside KFC into the river. They have never won a championship since. They've only won one. 85 years, they've only won one title. Well, at least I asked you one. guys
0: in hour number one, come up with your legends of the playoff list. It could be a package. You could, you could just go one. You could go as many as three. I volunteered J.W. Aiken. He is the guy that came from nowhere to make himself a household name. Equipment manager, didn't score a goal, didn't play a minute, and made a huge impact compared to what we knew of JW at, at the start. Love him. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And now Chapman's going to go up and talk to him. The first chance he gets to find out what he thinks of, of Chapman's style. Style. Yeah. yeah. Who is your legend of the 2023 Stanica
2: playoff run by Vegas? Well, I'm going to steal the obvious. <laughs> I'm going to go with Aiden Hill. <laughs> okay. Like, the guy was, as as we talked about so often, he, he was injured. We didn't know if he was going to play. Yep. Laurent Boswell was playing really, really well. He goes down. Aiden Hill, and the, the, the crazy thing about Aiden Hill is we had only seen him play for bad teams. Generally, when another goalie got pulled. I never in a million years, if you had told me in one of those games when, when Martin Jones got pulled and Aiden Hill came in in relief, that this guy was going to be the goalie when the Golden Knights won a Stanley Cup, I would have given you a million-to-one odds on that never happening.
0: That's why you don't do that job, by the way.
2: Yeah, well, exactly.
0: But I know, the, I agree, they were long odds. Like,
2: it, it was almost impossible odds to think.
0: How, how long do the odds have to be before you say we're not even going to Approach this. well.
2: The fact that the books took a took a beating when Leicester City won the Premier League at five thousand to one, mm-hmm. I would venture to guess it's probably somewhere in. The, the, that's a mistake that I don't think they'll ever make again. So Aiden Hill is yours. Aiden Hill is mine. The obvious. Just one. No, no, no. I I, I think another guy who who I, I think Keegan Colasar gets a ton of credit here. Because he was the guy who, in that Edmonton series, he 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 was the one who stood up to Evander Kane. Like, he didn't back down. He was the one who was kind of stirring things up with Kane, taking him out of his game. He got into the fight with Darnell Nurse at the end of the game. Darnell Nurse was suspended for a game. And I think he scored some timely goals. He did a lot of the little things, but... The role that Keegan Colasar played for this team throughout the playoffs, it shouldn't be overlooked, and and I think it certainly deserves a lot of acknowledgement.
0: I'll go back to the Winnipeg series when he got uh, roughed up. Don't get out-teammated. Remember Mm -hmm. remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that sent a message to by him being involved in that, the coach used that as a, an opportunity and by the way, to motivate the guys. But then he scored the goal and saw his childhood buddy behind the glass mm-hmm. and had one of those cool moments of the playoffs at that time. So yeah. he was impactful in that series. Yeah.
2: Too. He he was he was impactful in every series, I thought. So you got two. I got two.
1: Okay. Um I, I'm not I'm not happy with you for taking Aiden Hill. Um, that was obviously <laughs> my clear cut number one choice, but uh, I'll you know, obviously, like you can't you can't not look at what Jonathan Marshassau did and not call him one of the heroes of the postseason, right? No, but but it's certainly expected from him yeah. at this point. That's who he is. The expectations for Jack Eichel, not really knowing what you were going to get out of Jack in the course of this run. Um, I'm not gonna count that either. My pick right now is Nick Haig. I think Nick Haig came into his own in this postseason run. And you know, you, you talked about Keegan, his physicality, being engaged, the the energy that he brings, the fact that he was able to score some goals. Same thing can be said for Nick Haig, right? He, he scores, obviously, in the closeout game in the Stanley Cup final. But you think back to the Oilers series. You think back to the fight with Darnell Nurse. You think back to every instance in the postseason when there was an altercation, there was physicality. Right in the middle of it was Nick Hague, and he was sticking up for his teammates. He was doing all the little things, and he also makes a phenomenal pair with Zach Whitecloud. Zach Whitecloud, three points in five games in the Stanley Cup final. I'm going with the duo of Nick Hague and Zach Whitecloud. That pair, how much responsibility they took on at times throughout this playoff run and how important they were to this to this success for this team.
2: I think my favorite Nick Hague moment of, of the postseason, there's two, where he's getting punched in the Dallas series and he, he turns and he says something to the ref and he gets in trouble yeah, okay, for that bud. but he's he's Thumbs laughing up. the yep. entire okay. way and then it was in the Florida series where he's getting literally sucker punched by Matthew Kachuk and he's laughing in Kachuk's face like okay he, whatever. he was
1: a force and and, and I, I loved the way that he played I loved how impactful he was and I thought he was fantastic I he's,
2: want to see more of physical mm-hmm. Nick Hague because he's yeah. he's a, he's a I'm not even gonna say he's a big boy anymore because he's a man now. He's an imposing figure. Like he's a he's a big, big guy. He's not a guy I would want to tangle with on the ice.
0: He's a regular on the BGK insider show.
2: He is, yeah. And yep. he's gonna do a morning show with you one day. Someday. Someday, yeah. Hagan Mallard? He was I, he was very I don't know I hesitant there. He was very
0: <laughs> hesitant yeah. to didn't want me like planning anything anytime soon
2: well he plans on winning a few more cups yeah, I would this imagine is, this
0: is a long-term future he, <laughs> he wanted me to make sure that I knew that uh, that I had some time to fill before that morning show the Hagen mallard yeah Hager. his name is definitely going first Oof, <laughs> he could do whatever he doesn't have to put my name in it <laughs> you
2: could just be the like the my role <laughs> Do you want my name's not in this. Yeah, oh, I exactly. guess
0: it is uh, off the intro.
2: Yeah, not mine, so I'm cool. Yeah. Do you think your name should be? on No, this? absolutely not. No, it's no, definitely not. It sounds like you've got no. a, a grudge here. No, no grudge. I'm listen. Brian, I am.
0: Does it not sound? Like I am there's perfectly
2: fine. first of all, I haven't earned that. So <clears throat> I'm I would, not.
1: I'm not commenting here.
2: I would never. I would never suggest. I was only pointing out that while I am sort of part of the show. You would sort of be part of the show with Nick Hague. You'll be whatever part Nick wants. Yes, to be. yeah, I think that's I think yeah. that's where the point I'm getting. at.
0: <laughs> Talk to me a little bit about Zach Whitecloud if you're taking the defensive tandem.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think for Zach, like there's been there were points in this postseason where you know the Golden Knights hadn't gotten a ton of production from their blue line, and Zach chipped in offensively. He had some really good moments where I, I think that. You, you needed him or you needed a little bit of an extra jolt, a little bit of an extra jump. And, and he provided that offensively. You talk about, you know, the fact that he was able to put some production on the board in the Stanley cup final, the, the way that he works with Nick Hague, how poised he is Uh big goal against the Edmonton Oilers, big, big moments in the Stanley cup final. And uh, it just never felt like the moment was too big, too big for Zach. And and I think there's leadership stuff there too. when, when you look at Zach Whitecloud and and you know, you, you talk to him about why he plays the game or what it means to him, um, you know he's out there to win hockey games. Like he doesn't want to lose. You play to win. That's an attitude that I think you have to have in order to become a champion. And, you know, you can kind of hear it in in his post game commentary with with Gary Lawless and Dan Duva um in, in the immediate aftermath. You know, Gary says you're a Stanley Cup champion. He says, No, no, no. We all are, right? It's always about the team. It's always about doing what you've got to do, laying out blocking shots, making the right play. I thought Zach Whitecloud was fantastic, too.
2: You know, I asked Zach after the game. I I told, you know, we, he had talked to me in the past about some of the guys that he looked up to when he was growing up. And I asked him, now that you are a Stanley Cup champion, there's going to be thousands of kids who look at you as a hero. And his comment to me was, I'm not a hero. There are people out there in our cities doing jobs every single day. Those guys are heroes. And made me stop and think. And it's like, he could have said a lot of different things in that moment, but to acknowledge that he's just a hockey player and there are people who literally risk their lives every single day to keep our city safe. And Do you those, think he
0: was talking about me there? He may have been. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, you were probably one of his heroes growing up. I don't know. You can <laughs> like, ask him sometimes. People that put themselves
0: on the line every day. Well, you
2: have to come in and work with me. So, I mean, I'd say that's life-threatening at times. I can't
0: even get the right mic going at the start of every show. (laughs) You You took the week off. You got
1: to be prepared.
0: So, Zach is a guy, a person, that makes me feel like a bad person every day. (laughs) 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 And and, what I mean by that is, he's such a great human Mm -hmm. that I, I look at myself and go, I'm not doing enough, or I don't approach life the right way, and I, I gotta change my ways because look at the, how conscientious he is. Always calls you by name. I don't call you by name every time. No, uh,
2: definitely not. I, I don't. In fact, you call you've him, called me worse than my name. I don't a few call times. him
0: by name every time. It'll be pal or bud or something like so that. So he a but friend? It, but it's always Darren. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then you get into some of the commentary that that he. Uh, Will give you like you just mentioned some of those examples, or uh, standing up for his indigenous heritage mm-hmm. and and uh, and standing by that in a very respectful manner and and accepting apologies and being a, the the bigger person in in every aspect or defending his teammates and I wish I could live. Like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he just, he, he is such a quality human being,
2: you know, he apologized to me for one of the questions I asked him and he didn't, he, it was about a play that he made. And I think he scored a goal and yeah. it was a game that they lost. And I asked him about the play and he, he kind of like, didn't answer it. And then when he was done, mm. no. he came over to me and he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. That I didn't give you the answer you wanted. I'm like, you don't have to apologize to me. Like it's okay. But he was like, no, no, we lost the game. So I didn't really. And he was so apologetic. It was kind of interesting because I'm, I've never Nobody's had a player apologize to you. Well, not no, not it, not for a question like I'm that. Jordan no, Chapman. No, well. No, you I, be, I think
1: I think that in that moment, and I remember, I remember. I think we ran that on post game. To be honest, yeah, and I, I think. Like in that moment, he understands and recognizes and respects, right, that you've got a job to do. Yeah. And he's also weighing that with the understanding that I, I don't like losing games. I don't want to lose games. And, you know, in the moment, I, I think that, you know, as as we've talked about with him, as Darren said, right? Like he's just a a, a guy. He's a he's a human that takes everything into account and understands that there are are ways to treat people and it, it doesn't surprise me at all in the moment or after the fact that he he sought you out and just said, you know what, I, I'm sorry I couldn't give you the answer that you were looking for. And here's the reason why. And he's such an effective communicator.
2: And yeah, such he's a, really good.
1: Such an understanding person and it, it shines through in everything that he does.
2: There's so many good things that he so many good quotes that he's given us over the years. Like yeah. like I don't play this game to lose. Yeah. It's a great one, and and he talked about at media day how
0: that should be a t shirt too.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got a list
0: of t shirt ideas from these. I these don't play playoffs.
2: this and and put his face on it. I don't play this game to lose, like like. And then he made a comment at media day about he changed his game from playing not to lose mm-hmm. to playing yeah. to win, and how much better of a player he became. Mindset, yeah, it, it, it's incredible uh, for someone so young.
0: I. Uh, I look forward to the the pictures and the celebrations when the Stanley Cup goes to each player's backyard or hometown. or They they get it for a day. Yeah. There's one player, and that's Zach, who I would like to be there for his day. I I won't be, but he's the the one guy on this team where I could really see myself just taking that in Mm -hmm. and, and seeing what he does uh i I'm sure uh just outside of Brandon and Sioux valley uh will be will be an awesome moment uh for for him and what he's going to do uh with the santa cup fun he's gonna play around the golf I'm sure with it uh and then give back uh to the community a couple of people that uh you guys didn't mention I'm putting it on you because i <laughs> i took jw mm-hmm. uh, Brett howden
2: mm-hmm. I was gonna
0: and michael andmadium yeah you deserve don't... deserve deserve to be brought up uh, in, in this as well. Michael Amadio is right on the fringe though. like back to back career years, mm-hmm. right on the fringe of we expect that type of performance from him. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong by even bringing him up in this discussion. But Brett Howden, the growth that we've mm-hmm. seen from Brett last year to this year and mm-hmm. the struggles to score, Early on, then the injury and coming back, and ending up on the wing of Chandler Stevenson with Mark Stone and scoring big goals, scoring overtime goals, being involved in overtime goals. Uh, I, there's there's some legend status in what we saw from Brett Howden this
2: mm-hmm. this spring. Like every player has a very unique story, and I thought with Brett, what resonated with me was when I heard that he was a fan. In attendance when this team played the Winnipeg Jets in year one, in one of those playoff games, I—I I mean, I can't imagine the feel that it must be to fast-forward your life six years and go from being a spectator.
0: Well, had that happened twice, Howden in Winnipeg, yeah, and Jack Eichel in Boston watching St. Louis mm-hmm. and and Boston play. So you get two guys who are obviously hockey fans yes first and then are part of the the, the moment and could use some of that as as motivation
2: by the way I saw a video just in the break actually brett howden apparently was a topic of discussion in is it the parliament each each province has their own parliament legislature legislature in saskatchewan in Saskatchewan, yeah. because he played for moose jaw mm-hmm. and trump
0: manitoba played, played for moose after
2: yeah. Games he was doing a lot of stuff with special Olympians. Mm-hmm. Him and his teammates would go out and they would, I guess, play floor hockey with with special Olympic kids and, and athletes. And they talked about how what, what a great story that is. And apparently, Brett Howden's brother-in-law is a member. I didn't know that, but uh, oh, really? In NLA? I, I think so. that's what the guy said. Oh. The, the 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 member. I have to ask him about that. Said, said he's. I work with his brother-in-law, so I don't know yeah. if that means he's a member or if he's just a part of the staff, but. Mm-hmm. It's cool, right? Like that. You hear stories like that. Like I never knew that Brett Howden did stuff with Special Olympic kids, and and when I hear that, it it, it makes me happy that that a guy like that gets to participate in stuff like this. He's got his name now forever. And the, he
0: was a player that was having trouble finding his spot in yeah, the lineup.
1: Yeah, and, and that's that's the key because I feel like he's found it, right? And and you know, as as you turn your attention toward next year and all that kind of stuff, but. In the moment right now, Brett Howden alongside Chandler Stephenson and Mark Stone, a dynamite line. And you you had the ability to balance things out better than any other team in the postseason. Because you were because healthy. Because you were healthy, yeah. but because you had a player like Brett Howden click alongside yeah. Stephenson. Who performed, right? He like, performed. Yeah, he, if, if he doesn't score... He's moved off that line, and somebody else is
0: brought in. Exactly,
1: or yeah. or if he doesn't score, and you can't find that combination, all of a sudden you've got to load up, right? Yeah. All of a sudden you've got to impact how you can roll your lines, how you can balance your lines, and maybe that impacts what you're able to do in series.
2: Well, the th- the thing with Brett too is he
1: filled a need. He filled a, a a need for this team to be the team that they had to be in order to win a Stanley Cup.
2: Well, I know Darren had mentioned it once before with their record as a team was, in games where Brett Howden was in the lineup versus games where he wasn't, like, that's impactful. Mm-hmm. Like, he may not do things, he may not score 20 goals or things like that, but obviously if you're winning games with a guy like that in the lineup, he's contributing in other ways, and and you don't win the Stanley Cup without players like that.
0: And that dude had fun in the locker room, too. Oh, I can imagine. He had he, the glasses on. He, he, he seems like he a fun look, guy. He looked, he looked like uh, a cool... 80s wrestler. <laughs> yes. He had the, the the wraparound shades going, yes. and he's a fit guy. He's got the he's got the big hair. He hadn't didn't cut his hair the entire playoffs. That's fantastic. He he Good. would have to enlarge his helmet, adjust the helmet. He would wet, <laughs> he would wet down his hair. Fantastic. And then he would put the helmet on and and tighten it up. That is super cool. He did not tight. He did not get the haircut the entire playoffs.
1: I love I love that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's great. To
0: give you uh, three dates. Okay, and then I'm going to take a break, and you guys think about what these three dates mean together: March 7th, April 7th, and May 6th. This is very difficult, but they all have a connection: March 7th, April 7th, and May 6th. Tell you all about it. We come back with one-timers' news notes from around the National Hockey League on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
2: Carlson left corner, centered, one timer score! It's time for one-timers. One-Timers, a quick look at news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Brought to you by Paul Padalaw. It's not about the injury, it's about the recovery.
0: All right, we'll get into some uh, happenings in and around the National Hockey League in just a little bit. Vegas Golden Knights continue to celebrate the Stanley Cup title, first in franchise history. And the parade will tee off on Saturday night at 7 o'clock. And will wrap up probably closer to 10-ish or after, mm-hmm. uh, after the speeches and the rally at Toshiba Plaza uh, on Saturday night. And uh, I'm sure there will be plenty of coverage uh, here. Uh, we'll continue to talk about it. And then uh, television coverage all over the uh, Las Vegas Valley. And uh, looking forward to seeing uh, who steals the show from a – Parade perspective. <laughs> the fact that it's at night, 7 o'clock. Yeah. That adds a whole new element to it. Well, yeah. Of, of, of fun. But you know, you get married, you go for a round of golf before you get married. If you get married in the evening, you got a day to fill. How do players fill their
1: day before a Stanley Cup parade? Um, I... I imagine they will fill their day hanging out with, enjoying, and partying with the Stanley Cup. And then they'll show up and hang out with, enjoy, and
2: celebrate their fans with the Stanley Cup. So, you know, if I was the ringleader, whoever, whoever the guy is who organizes this stuff for them, I'd be on the phone with Derek Stevens. And I'd be hanging out at the pool, at Circa Swim, all day. Just enjoying the weather.
1: Party bus it over after. Yes, yeah, I get absolutely. It. It's well done, hmm. nicely thought out.
0: Think they got a connection? Think that they have Derek's number?
2: I'm sure someone has his number.
0: When when you win in a place for the first time, there's like they'll never have to buy a drink in that town again, or mm-hmm. they'll never pay for a meal again in that town again. What's the Vegas equivalent to that?
2: Well, I, I saw one establishment. I won't I, mention nope, it. Nope. No, well, no, that. no. But I, I, I don't foresee That's some company. Yeah, I don't foresee players participating in that. But I, 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 I don't know. Like, like, yeah, free meals. Like,
1: you'd you'd love it to be some. I mean, uniquely Vegas, right? Would be like free slots for life.
2: Yeah, but you nobody's know no paying. I mean, they're not good, do that. Yeah, you can't do that. 100%. Right? So maybe comp rooms show somewhere. Or, yeah. Oh, a free for oh, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Maybe shows. Maybe shows. Yeah. Like, like maybe Cirque du Soleil says. never
1: pay for a show at
2: Cirque du Soleil or yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah. Again. I, I like that. I think that works. But because when,
2: Cirque is a, is a Canadian company. They'll so, never pay so maybe. for
1: a Cirque show again. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And all the Cirque shows are good. Free for life. Yes, Celine Dion. Yeah, I don't think she performs anymore though, right? I don't know. Maybe, you maybe, see, maybe you want to see
1: Maroon Five. You don't have yeah, to pay. Yeah, maybe, for
2: maybe it. Caesar. Caesar's right. They've got the 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 residencies and the Coliseum and all that. Like Sting plays there, and like I mean, I don't know how many guys like Sting. I like Sting, but I'm old. So, but like. Never, never have to pay. Right, Are you so a...
0: apologetic about liking Sting?
2: I'm not apologetic. Well, you Sting. did. You
0: just started backtracking it, like, well, thinking that we were going to make fun of you. No, 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 no. It.
2: What I'm saying is, I I don't know how many of the younger. Then again, I I. You know what? You know, Eichel. <laughs> I'd be right into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By the way, dang, I should I should, unfortunately, inform you guys. I don't think I'm ever going to get the answer to Dancing Queen.
1: Did you hear okay. they played they, they it? Okay. Played? They played
0: it. They played it. No, they they played the three dressing room songs. Yes. People didn't realize it. My wife was the, one of them. that was like, why are they playing Dancing uh, But they played their three wind songs in a row. It was very subtle. Uh, unless you were paying attention, you wouldn't have known they were the three wind songs. Yep. Uh, March 7th, April 7th, May 6th. You guys didn't know what they had in common, so you started scrambling, looking it up, which I don't blame you. <laughs> no, I don't blame you no. because... I had a hunch. It's it's very tough. What are the connections between March
1: 7th, April 7th, and May 6th? Chapman?
2: I'm I, I'm completely okay. stumped.
1: So I think it has to do with Aiden Hill. Am I on the it right? It is. Okay. Yeah. March 7th was the game where Aiden Hill played against the Florida Panthers, was very, very good, and was injured. April 7th is when Aiden Hill was cleared for contact. And May 6th is when Aiden Hill took over for Lauren Brossois. Sort of right. But specifics
0: matter in this business. March 7th was his last regular season game of the season. April 7th, he played two periods for the Henderson Silver Knights in an American Hockey League appearance. And on May 6th, appeared in his first Stanley Cup playoff game. A month apart (laughs) in all three of those. So between March 7th and May 6th, because he, he left, that was his last regular season game, March 7th, and May 6th, he came on in relief. He didn't play a full game. Because the game in between, he played two periods in in two the American in Hockey League. Yep. That's amazing that he went two months without playing a full game. And then stepped in <laughs> and won the Stanley Cup as the starting goaltender. As,
1: as like a 9.32 save percentage. Yeah. like And like, that save on Nick Cousins. Oh, Unreal. Yeah. Wait, which, or the glove save in what, game seven. Which one was better? Like, I... I, I I don't know if you've I don't know if you've heard the call. I mean I from Dan Duva. It it was I don't know, I don't understand how he made that save. The glove save, I don't get it. Like that should have 110% been a goal for Anthony Duclair. Yeah. That was the most remarkable save I've seen.
2: It's like point blank range. Unreal. I still think the paddle save in that net. That, <laughs> Especially to Nick Cousins. That save like, oh exercised so many demons in that net. Full circle. Yeah, it, it, it literally came full circle. Yeah.
0: I'll explain it this way. As a TV save, like gasp save, mm-hmm. it was the stick save. Sure. Desperation bridge brilliance is one of my mottos. He was desperate. He was brilliant. He did, used that a lot, huh? He, he didn't, yeah, didn't give up. He did not give it. up. Was that? So you, <laughs> you live by it. You should I put that on a t shirt yeah, exactly. With
1: your face on it.
0: <laughs> Desperation Bridge Brilliance. Now, from a goaltending standpoint, from a pure goaltending mm-hmm. approach, the glove save was better. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the right spot and he reacted to it and he made the save. I I think Aiden would say the glove save was the better save. The other one was mm-hmm. fortunate. Yeah.
1: If you can go down that line. I don't disagree with your take there. I think your take is correct.
2: See, and I, I always have gone with the approach: in order to be lucky, you have to be good. Like you create your own luck.
0: Well, he created create something that there. Yeah, At well, least I created my own model.
2: Well, I don't need to. I don't need to to coin a phrase to, you know, to be good. Exercise what a great save that was. Mention it was. But I'm a hero to people. Well, so is Aiden Hill. I'd say, I'd, say, I'd say
1: Aiden, maybe a little more. Yeah. So.
2: Uh, maybe a little. By the way, did you see some? someone wants to name? I think it's Lone Mountain. They want to have yeah. Mayor Goodman change the name of Lone Mountain to Aiden Hill. Aiden
0: I, Hill. I love that. There's something about this town that. Aiden, Aiden People Hill. People love, love
2: goaltenders.
1: I'm going to hike up Aiden
2: Hill. Yes. <laughs>
0: it, 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 Shout out to Carlo. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Well done, buddy. <laughs> like, Vancouver is a place where goalies just get
2: buried. Yeah.
0: This place loves its goalies. Yeah, oh, sure does. Hey, from the very start. Well. And yeah. I thought it was just about that guy. It's not. No. They just love their goalies. That. Ovation on uh, the the practice before game five when when Hill came out on the ice at City National He's Arena, getting the cheers. It was crazy. Bruce Cassidy was like, "Was that for me?" No, he, he skated back around and said, "I came out at the same time as Hill." I wonder if that was for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Yuri Patera probably has the coolest name of all of them, right? Yeah. There's so many different ways you can go with Patera. Yeah, I, Pantera. This. You know? Well,
1: there it is. Um, yeah, no, I, this this city this town absolutely loves their goalies.
0: First time I saw Yuri's, uh name, because Brandon Weeking, uh, yeah. of course, I followed them all the time. I thought it was Patter.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah, that, uh, well, uh, Jesper to, Weichmann. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's a name. Beautiful one. And we had to get to the bottom of the head. Yeah,
0: 100%. I uh, talked to Bruce Cassidy today. We were going to run it today, but uh, I have to edit it a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I screwed up. Well, that's not a shock. No, no, no. Because we are having... Uh, Bruce is uh, he's crazy busy. So they, uh, they set it up, Nate and Garrett, uh, and they set it up uh, that I could talk to them today, and then we would run it on the Insider Show. And just a little fireside chat, hanging out. But we were having such a good time, uh, and we, were, we started laughing at one point, and I put my mic down because I was laughing. And I pulled the recorder off the table and it fell on the on the floor and oh. I stopped recording. So I had to start. The, put the the diskette back in and start recording. It's only like ten seconds. Yeah, but see, but but I had to. I would have had to edit that together, or else it would have sounded really stupid. And I didn't have a chance to do that uh, right before the show. So so t- so I will edit it together, and we will run our conversation with Bruce tomorrow. We get into some really fun, cool things.
2: When we run it, I want the sound of the tape recorder falling off the floor. That, off the maybe, I'll,
0: maybe I'll come on and go, that's where the recording stopped. <laughs> and now let's go back to my interview with Bruce Cassidy.
1: Is that like the least valuable drop that you've had this week or no? Like things that I've dropped? yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, that- I dropped. No, I dropped my champagne. Yeah.
0: You, you see that? I saw
1: the video. I loved it. it fantastic.
0: I was spraying champagne in the in the locker room, the <laughs> was, dressing room. It's so good. And I I was hesitant. I wasn't going to do it. And then I thought, what the heck?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I the went voice. over to
0: the to the tub, grabbed a bottle of champagne, and I don't know who was recording me while I was doing it. Mm. it. Might have been India who was recording me. I looked like I had a big head. I showed this to Bruce today. I showed this to Bruce today. And, and said, give me your, your take on this. Sure. And he's like, ooh, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, t- I, t- I take off the foil. I, I go to pop the, the cork. That goes fine. And But Eichel, I could like, see at the other end. And I'm like, I I got to do this so I don't take out Jack Eichel.
2: So, so you were in the room, and you still don't know who was wearing the, the Golden night helmet. No,
0: no, no. So I pop the cork, and I start shaking it, and it falls right, right in the floor. It
1: exploded out of his hands. Yeah. Oh I, I
0: dropped it. That is no, a no, massive, massive party fail. It did not break. Well, that's or a good anything. Thing. And it starts spraying all over the floor. <laughs> and Rick Bronstein, a travel coordinator for the Vegas Golden Knights, standing beside me, looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And then I grabbed it and tried to tried to save it a you little. Tried bit. tried to play it off, yeah. But you know what? I owned it. Huh. It was epic fail. No, epic I don't think fail. So, but it was. Look where you were! It was so much fun to be in there.
2: Yeah. I can. I saw the videos. It, it, it looked incredible.
0: What a loser! Uh, to, well, yeah, I couldn't even spray the champagne right, and uh, that 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 was cool. But Bruce and I talk about that. We talk about uh, uh, his staff, and he he gives me just like a one sentence on on each of his staff members. That that's really neat. Uh, if he saved anything from the night, the clinching night. I hope he got a
2: pink flamingo.
0: I did. I I thought about grabbing one. I did, and then I I
2: saw I saw someone's kid, and I gave it to them. But
0: Bruce, good human. Bruce has this great story about a puck that ended up in the bench and hit Ryan Craig, (laughs) and where his focus was. He said it wasn't on making sure Craig was okay.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was making sure I could save the pocket. was about getting it, a final spot. <laughs> throw it in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Throw it in the pocket. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there so, with yes. Bruce. So
1: he fully admits that. Yeah.
0: So there's we we cover a lot of ground and uh, we'll have that for you tomorrow on the on the BGK insider show. As we will return with one timers with Chris Chapman of Fox Sports Las Vegas. <laughs>
2: When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman.
0: Tomorrow, the Vegas Golden Knights management will hold a year-end availability. Kelly McCrimmon, uh, Bill Foley will be there, the owner of Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Bruce Cassidy, bringing a lot of that sound tomorrow. We'll also live stream in on the VGK uh, social media channels.
2: Chapman. You know, social media is a great thing, and sometimes it's a very toxic thing. And I've seen... Well, which one? Twitter's a sewer. It could be both, right? Like, like Twitter is definitely a lot more toxic than some of the others out there. I've seen a lot of people trying to take the fun out of the Golden Knights and their fans celebrating the Stanley Cup. The one that bothers me the most is when people say that the fans of Vegas don't deserve this. They haven't gone through anything. What this city went through... Days before the Golden Knights played their very first NHL game is more than any fan base of any franchise in any sport has ever had to endure. And I just want to tell all the Vegas fans who are listening, absolutely celebrate this. This city earned this. We deserve this. And when people tell you that this city hasn't been through it, tell them where they can go stick it because it it it. Bugs me when I see people saying that.
0: Well, they're looking at it from a longevity. I don't it's, care it's what what they're franchise. looking it from, and, and I, they're jealous. It's, it's it is fine. jealousy. It's, it's fine. You can be envious of other franchises. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New York Yankees uh, are the envy. But there's in, a difference the, between
2: they, envious and just being outright mean.
0: Well, that's what Twitter is. Is mean. But but they, I like, understand no, why people just, would be jealous of a of a franchise in a sixty year winning. Of course you would yeah, be. Well, sure. like like
2: the 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 I avalanche won. They won their Stanley Cup. What the first year they were in Denver. And people the Dallas. Ticked off the about Dallas that. Stars. Well, they but because they came from well, Winnipeg. The, da- the Dallas Stars. No, from, it's from, funny. from Quebec. Yeah.
1: The Dallas the, Stars one's funny.
2: Yeah, the Stars one is funny. When I see Stars fans, oh, you guys, yeah, because there were so many hardcore Minnesota North Star no, fans just, in Dallas, right? Just
1: do what I did. Ask them how long it took Dallas Stars fans before they were able to celebrate their Stanley
2: Cup. But my point is, this city absolutely earned that Stanley Cup. Yeah. And but what, I'm never going to fault endured. somebody
0: for, for looking at a six-year franchise if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf fan and being <laughs> sour or jealous. Well,
2: you know what? Get better management.
0: Well, they don't have a control of it. Well, they, <laughs> they buy tickets. They show up, right?
2: Most expensive ticket in the league. I've had Maple Leaf fans tell me it's cheaper for them to fly here. I know. But so, you know what? Don't stop, say, stop showing up. Don't, don't support the well, team. Well, they,
1: they, they do have a different voice now with Brad Tree Living, so we'll see what happens. Yeah.
2: But uh, that's what fandom
0: is about, is being supporting your team and being envious or it, it, jealous of the
1: other teams. All you have to do is have a mic drop reply on Twitter, yeah. and that's it.
0: And if you're a Vegas fan, own this moment as Absolutely. much as you can all, because
1: that's the way you get back.
2: I've already all, seen people tweeting. Don't yeah. jump in the fountains. Don't do it. Really? Hey, no. Yes. it was, it was yes. Darren Millard that said it. Yeah. Don't, I don't do want, it.
0: I don't want anybody to do it. No. I just don't think do Somebody it. will.
1: Oh, it's gonna happen. Remember what Darren told you to do, folks.
0: <laughs> Wallace thinks there's gonna be so many people it'll
2: overflow. I have about six and a half over under.